Hello everyone and welcome back to The Merchant's Way. I know for the last three episodes I've been having a bit of a rant. Well, you know, for me it's more than a bit of a rant because it's personal. And if you've been with us, hopefully you've stayed with us and you will be well versed with what's going on. This is the Save Grantham Town Centre. And if you've just joined us, then um, hopefully there are things which will be pertinent to this and you can go back and watch the previous episodes which will bring you up to speed. Now, you know, it's not detracting, but I'll give you an example. I remember when it was the 500th year anniversary and... Um, Simon Jenkins, who is a very well-respected writer, that's his book there, he brought out this book, England's Thousand Best Churches, which was a wonderful, it, well, not was, still is. As you see, I have my copy here, and I talk with, and incidentally, I've visited most of the places in here. There are churches with amazing wall paintings. But, you know, without me, because I do, and I'm very aware, I do have a tendency to digress. So I'll try and hold it together. Now, I remember Simon saying, he knows that on that day of the anniversary, there'd be queues going around the Sistine Chapel. And yes, it's a fabulous piece of work. But... He knew where he'd rather be. And there's a little village, it's not even a it's more of a hamlet in Gloucestershire called Kempley. And there's a church there, and this church, as and I've been there and seen it for myself, so I do, I'm talking from experience. It has 13th century frescoes as well as wall paintings. And Simon said, I know where I would rather be. Because you could go to Kempley in Gloucestershire, you'd probably be on your own. You could take your sandwiches, but the work you were seeing was of no less importance. It was a couple of centuries before the Sistine Chapel. So, you know, this all takes us into marketing, really. You know, and in one of our programs, we talked about the Leonardo's um, Salvati Mundi, the Christ figure, Saviour of the World, which went for this phenomenal fee. And I don't know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not against it, I'm not for it, but all I'm saying is, as a piece, as a painting, yes, there are times when paintings get sold for phenomenal price. And I can see why. But this particular piece, I'm still struggling to see why. Now, next door in our lofty church, on our lofty church tower, we've got our Salvati Monde, but it's carved in stone. And there he is. Trinity. And as you see, the three trees, Trinity. That's what it's symbolizing. 
You remember over there we'd pointed out Aesop's fable to you. We've shown you the peacock. Longevity. Here, this is what this symbolizes. So, it may seem that we've gone off course or we go off course, but we haven't. Because we say to you, recognition, realization. Now, and the interconnectedness of everything. I cannot then, in one breath, I'm saying to you about our everything, we are the platform. If I'm then remiss in bringing this, lacking in bringing this to your attention, I'm either dishonest or just plain stupid. So this is why it may appear, and a lot of you know a lot of the, what we're talking about, but it's just that in our busy lives, we overlook things. But someone mentioned anything, oh my gosh, and you're right back in the groove. Now, <clears throat> we have been on our journey to save Grantham Town. So, as I was saying, a lot of this is down to marketing, really. As we can see, now, this is a book, Simon Jenkins' book. And in this book, I would recommend that anyone who does not have this book, you will never regret having this book. Because, again, when you go through this, you know, some of our churches, especially in this county of Lincolnshire, there are some fabulous churches. And we keep on about art centers and museums, but I tell you what, I cannot think immediately. One of the things of uh, art is the light, the way the light comes into a building. I've not encountered many buildings that can go head to head with the light, the way churches were built for the light to come into it. Some of those churches would make much better art centers than some of what's being built today. And yet they stand there, the doors locked, padlocked, not being used, in open fields with lots of good areas that you needn't put asphalt down. There are other situations you could put on the grass to enable people to park in whatever weather, whether it becomes wet or not. You know, it just needs a bit of thinking. But these churches, we have some of the most beautiful stained glass windows. It's art. We have the architecture. Most of them are painted. Some of them are painted. Not all of them. But more and more each day, they're being more are being found. Now, you know, me trying to get this business of wall paintings to you this is the beginning of art, right from early man, where they would put their hands on a wall, fill their mouths with paint, and <clears throat> blow on it, and left their handprint there. You know, so when today we see people standing in sterile galleries, pontificating of a, about a piece of art on the wall, and look, I qualify it again. I'm not decrying it. All I'm saying is, let's get 
things in the proper order. Because the organic nature of these early buildings, everything is there. But if we've not learned how to read these, then we get hoodwinked by people telling us all sorts of things. You know, one of the things is, we say about, you know, the, 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 the generation today, they throw stones through stained glass windows and they create havoc. And I tell you for why, if they do, if like the lucky kids who come to this house and they sit in here and we take them across to the church as well and they're taught about what things mean, suddenly they have a vested interest. They, because they know what it means, they feel it belongs to them. They're not going to grow up throwing stones through windows. What I'm seeing is a generation that's walking around our towns and cities and countrysides and they are so blind to anything or everything that they do not feel a part of it. So they have no vested interest. So, you know, we really need to rethink things. And if you've stayed with us for all four of these um, programs, Save Grantham Town Centre, this is what this is all about. And I dare say this won't be the last one because now don't think that because you subscribe that's going to the be all and end all of things. That just gets us to another place. But you're probably sitting there thinking, how can you get involved? Write to Grantham Journal. Let them know your feelings so it can be broadcast in the newspaper. And that way we start to get, we can measure the temperature of whether people are watching, whether people are becoming interested, whether they're becoming exercised. Because, remember what I said, if you sit on that lazy boy settee watching that widescreen TV and you do not heed the call and come to help our town, you will have let your generation down. You will have let your future generation down. And when you say to your little five-year-old how the town has been messed up and they say to you, what did you do, Daddy? What did you do, Mommy? What are you going to tell them? Do not let them rip the soul. Grantham is in need of resuscitation. Let's get our town back. And if we have to get rid of the people in the local council for doing so, then so be it. They either listen to us or they get the hell out of here. So thank you for joining us. And please, write to Grantham Journal. Let them know your feelings. Let's take our town back. It's a beautiful town. It's what brought me. It's all of this that brought me to this county. If it wasn't here, I, I knew nothing about Grantham. And it's our second largest county. How can that be? Thank you 
for indulging me. I'm, I, I'm indebted to you, so please help us. See you on the next voyage. Thank you.